Bam, we're live. Heidi, good morning, Heidi. And Heidi, Heidi. Jamie, good morning. You gonna get all juiced up, Jamie? Heidi. Oh, Nilly. Brandon, what's up, brother? Good morning, Kyle. Hey, yo, 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 yo. I um, I sent Hunter the link late, so I don't even know. Maybe he's not even awake. I put my headphones on anyway. What if he does come in? Great show last night. What a day. Two podcasts in one day. That's always hard. It's fun, but it's kind of hard. I guess the hardest part is just being away from just all the other stuff I want to do during the day. Like pull weeds, pick up dog poop, play with the kids. 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the West Coast of the United States of America. This lady hit me up in my DMs the other day, and she goes, hey, I went to school with, uh, I'm best friends with uh, one of the girls you went to high school with, someone you went to high school with. I said, who? And she tells me the girl's name. The girl's name's Gina. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know her. And it was my it was my girlfriend in high school's best friend. Hey, good morning. No, that's the way I like to start my mornings. That's so nice, dude. You know I'm all hopped up on. This is not a promotion at all, but uh, your what is it? Black Street Coffee, Paper Street Coffee. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm like, that's good, dude. I got this little thing. Did you snort a line or did you drink it? I, I pack a little bump right here. Yep. Yep. And I got this thing called uh, Bietaletti. It's like this like big tin metal thing. My mom used to make with it when we were younger, and I tried to get it. Super inefficient. Takes like 10 minutes to cook like a six-ounce pour. I burn my fingertips on it all the time, but once I get it, it's so good. Oh. I'll show you how to do this. Hold on. Hey, that sounds like most of life. Yeah. You get your fingertips dirty. But once you get it, but once you get it, it's good. You got to get one of these classic things. Oh, I think I have one of those. Those are amazing. Are you at your cabin right now? No, no, no. I'm at Kate's place. Oh, who's Kate? She's my girlfriend. Oh, that's um. Hi, girlfriend. That's really cool that she has one of those. Your cabin needs one of those. Dude, the cabin. The cabin's great. One of these days you're going to go and visit. Shit's going to be nice. I really want to go there. Mm, 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 mm. Hey, how was the internet in your cabin? Primo, primo. It's actually better than my place in Malibu. Malibu is one of these kind of weird like twilight zones. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. Like it seems like it should be the nicest place in the world with all of the access and all of the amenities, but it's like Stone Age. Um, The cabin. Berkeley's Berkeley, California is like that too. All the richest fucking um, uh, liberals in the world uh, hate hate black people hate uh and poor people think they're the most superior people on the planet and yet they have no like fucking fiber optic or high speed anything there just the fucking stone ages yeah they hate cell towers too yes fuck these people i hate your skin i don't think i like cell cell i don't think i like cell towers either you know what happened? You know what happened to the real estate market there? I wonder if something like this happened in Malibu too. All the expensive homes were in the hills, and then in the last like ten, in 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 the the flatlands were like where you know like 
where all the shitty homes are, you know, where all the minorities live. Yeah. Where I grew up. And, uh, um, now it's the script has been flipped. No one wants to live in the Hills cause it's too far of a drive to the airport. It's 15, 20 minutes each way, even though it's only two miles, you know? So, well, so, so every day you spend 40 minutes in your car, just getting to the freeway and back. I actually like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I like mean, I think, yeah, I would like that too. Cause I don't get in my car. I do my whole world from fucking computer. But for these these people, most of these most of these libs have to commute to the city, and they work like at Genentech. They work like at pharmaceutical giants and shit like that. Well, I mean, that's kind of what's going on here in Boulder. Um, Boulder's become like this entire like tech hub, and it's definitely a very interesting group of people. I I, I, I don't know what's going. on. Do you think on. you're going to get pussified there? Let's just face it. Let's cut through the crap. The men there are so trippy. I'm sick of it. Dude, I passed somebody on my bicycle yesterday. We're on bicycles. <laughs> and she's inside the bicycle lane. And I went around her and I said, on your left. And she didn't hear me clearly enough. And she got upset with me by the way that I passed her. And by the way, like, that was a man. By the way, that was a man. Probably was. And I just, I keep on like, I have been in more altercations here as an adult than I have been. I'm from New York City. Like yeah. you get stabbed on the subway for taking somebody's seat. If you don't, if you sit down and you don't let the woman sit down, like that's just the politics of the subway. Like there's that kind of action down there. And I don't have physical, inter, uh, you know, altercations in New York city here in Boulder. I've been in verbal fights, cuss outs, like just so much shit. Well, you just know everyone there's a pussy. So you feel like a tough guy. It's, it's no really your fault. You just want to fight people because you know, you can win all the fights there. I had a verbal text fight this morning too. It was nice. I With felt like I got the guy. I told you a little while ago when I was promoting one of my programs, I did this like kind of like um, like this side by side image that I just Googled on uh, on the internet, and it was like endurance runner versus. Sprint. Oh yeah. And I still am getting like messages from that, and that was over a month ago. And I just I just ripped this dude a new one psychological warfare is if there was actually like a job that was involved with psychological warfare, I would crush. And I also would probably be, you remember the movie, my cousin Vinny? Yes. Great movie. Love that movie. We just watched that this weekend. I was like, that that's me. I don't even really need a law degree. So, um, it's probably pretty hard to argue with, um, with you about which body is better and performs better. Hold on. Look at that. Zoom in right there. There's your old friend. Those are two athletes right there, world champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, look, and you're making fun of him for how short he is. He made fun of me first, though. He had it coming. Oh. He made fun of me. He, he was making fun of me because my cash prize was so low. He's like, I don't get out oh, of Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then I height checked him. Yeah, that's – wow, that's fair. Wow. Damn, you're high rock shit. I couldn't even fucking buy a pair of new fucking slave-made Nikes with that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, and then you're like, yo, you're so fucking short. I couldn't get pussy with that body. Yeah. And he and that was it. I'll admit, though, guys got some good banter. Uh, that's what it takes to be a fucking champ. He does have good banter. Yeah, dude, he's clever. He's clever. Oh, that's good. That's we, awesome. We've only worked out together once in the whole time he was talking shit and we were going back and forth. And I oh, that's fun. That. Yeah, he's that's good. cool. I didn't he's know good. he was cool like that. I had no idea. I mean, I only met him once and uh, in that regard, and it was a good time. I only got respect for him. Some people just. Is this your girlfriend stuff. here? Is this Kate? No, that's that's like it. 
That's like a decade ago. That's Cassidy. That's some other random chick you got your arm around. God, look at your hair there. I know, shaved it, bicked it. Hey, so what what ended up happening in that? You basically posted a picture of yourself with a guy who has a different training regiment than you and been like, hey, do you want to look like this or do you want to look like me? And it was a picture with your shirt off and people like took shot like, hey, asshole, why do you got to put down other people, blah, blah, blah? Yeah, and it wasn't, it, it, nothing was really directed at insulting him, but there was a compare and contrast kind of thing. Be like, hey, this apple is red, this orange is, you know, orange. It was one of those kind of things. It was very much so like a factual statement. It's like you could either be like this or you could be like this because I was promoting basically our off-season like, you know, strength program for endurance athletes. Let's get big this summer. And I talked about it and I was amazed, man. Like I can literally go into my DMs right now and I can still show you hundreds of messages from this group of people because it got picked up by some kind of like runner's blog and they were very offended. If you want to, if you if you're a man and you're a runner, um, and and you and you have an eating disorder, and you think it's cool, the tighter the clothes you wear, the better, and you like getting pegged by women, there is a city for you. It's called Boulder, Colorado. Just move there; you'll fit in perfect. Portland, Portland, right. Portland. Uh, Port, but Portland, they're just they're not even in shape though. At least in Boulder, like you know what I mean. At least in Boulder, they can run. Portland is just Zombieville, man. But it's really interesting, dude. If you see the people running on the trails here, they look like Smeagol. They're so – they've lost so much physical presence from the position of running like this all the time yeah. that they've started to kind of like contort their bodies into a small being. And I'm not saying it's all like that, and I'm not trying to insult runners by any means, but it is pretty crazy to see the athletic body that's out here. You know what's super impressive? I ran with this guy, Sam Long. He's like the American. He's basically like our our great hope for America to be good at triathlon again. I competed with him. Uh, not competed. We worked out because we have the same sponsor. Dude's a beast. You should get, keep an eye on this dude. His, what's his, his name? Like, Sam Long. His like motto is yo, yo, yo. And dude. I think that like, was Keenan Ivory R- Waynes. They had a show. And that He's was their motto. Beast. Anybody who likes endurance, you should follow show? this guy. I'm hoping that he takes the title back because America used to be very good at triathlon, and now they're just pussies. I, it suits Europe. Well, it's Australian the triathlon. Europeans, dude. Australian oh. Europeans have it all. Yeah, I, I could. I could see Europeans. I wanted. To sh- I wanted. To, I wanted to show you something. I want to show you a couple of things. I, I saw a couple of things um, uh, that. I, th- I thought were interesting. Can I ask you something about CrossFit real quick before I forget? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how, did you notice that a lot of like that most high-end CrossFitters, like old CrossFit champions and podium athletes didn't qualify for the CrossFit games? Do you think that with the new programming and stuff that CrossFit's changing or athletes are just getting better and these old ones are, are getting out? I mean that that was the whole that was the whole kind of the, this the last um, weekend we were kind of watching that. You mean like so? Yannikowski took seventh or eighth. He's the Yonikoski, fucking yeah. Briggs. Briggs is a little bit older, but she's still such a savage. We got Sigmund's daughter, Catherine David's daughter. There was just like a handful of people's the, names. You're like, yeah, that should be a shoe in. You the might bit, yeah, that. the big ones were Catherine and Yannikowski for sure. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I mean the. We're seeing there. We put up a bunch of videos of girls who are fourteen years old, who are not like big girls, and and they're clean and jerking two two uh, two hundred pounds at fourteen. It's freaky. Yeah, and they're just look. They're just 
they just look like just normal kids. And uh, it's, um, yeah, something's happened. And now these kids are like 17, 18, 19. I mean, have you seen that that girl, Olivia Kerstetter, that trains with Josh Hepner? Dude, that's the girl I was literally just about to bring up. She, I don't know what the hell is going on over years there. Years ago, when she was yeah. still just a little girl and she wasn't allowed to compete in the open because she she wasn't of age. Yeah, and her sister was a savage, and you know I would go over and do open workouts with Hepner, and this girl was just there doing her thing, and you know much like you go into many gyms, there's always going to be a couple kids in there doing their thing. Right. And now this girl clean and jerks like two fifty five. And and like knows how to talk, talks good, and like makes eye contact and stands up straight, and like her dad's a fucking beast too. Um, I I, I, I didn't look him up, but all these I this uh, girl um Emma Lawson who won one of the semifinals, she's seventeen, and I mean people in the comments are like, dude, I couldn't talk like that when I was twenty five. I mean it's just nuts. They're just they're just seem like great kids too. You just trying to say CrossFit's better than all other sports? Well, it is. Yeah, you know, can't help that. Just even the people walk around. You have ten women walk into a a room, and and you can the in five of them are CrossFitters and five of them do some other sport outside of maybe like gymnastics. The the CrossFit women will completely stand out. No one walks into a room like Danielle Brandon or Nicole Carroll or you know what I mean or even Annie Sakamoto. They just they're they're like upright creatures. Dude, we were at the GoPro games this weekend, which is like one of the biggest outdoor festivals. GoPro is still in business? They didn't go out of business? Why does everyone keep on saying that? I said that to somebody else, and they were like, GoPro's still in business? It's massive. Good. Okay, I'm glad. I like them. I like them. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. They're, they're a cool brand. But They, they released that drone, and it fucking – it was a disaster. They released a drone, and it was, it was a fucking disaster. And there's so many people now in their space, the action camera space. But okay, I'm typing up. GoPro games, where was it? It was in Vail. Dude, do you know that do you know that Amazon tried to launch a cell phone a while ago? Like companies that are successful can make mistakes. All right. Um, what's gonna say though? There's GoPro all Mountain games. games, GoPro Mountain Games, Vail. So so that's a good sign that it's in Vail. That means they're they are rich as shit and they have money to burn. Dude, I paid five hundred dollars a night for a hotel room that was basically a Harry Potter closet. Oof. Fuck Vail. Why did you go? Uh, I did the single speed mountain bike race. Kate did it too. Um, and we just went to watch all these athletes just go beast mode. You couldn't get a sponsor to fucking take care of that for you. I'm lucky enough that I have sponsors that like monetarily support me. So, you know, I should take some of the budget that they give me to spend on actually showing up. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go on. So you went there, you went to the GoPro mountain games. Well, I was just trying to make a statement about CrossFitters. There was all these endurance athletes walking around being endurance athletes. And then there was a couple of CrossFitters that were walking around and they walked around like this. And I was like, <laughs> is, that, is that what I look like? Because that's embarrassing. That is what you look like. I like yeah. it. <laughs> they literally walk, look, walk as if like if there was a door that wasn't six feet wide, they wouldn't be able to make it through. I don't want that in my life. I kind of want to be like key man master of the universe meets like a slender, beautiful, like Gaston from, from um, beauty and the beast. That's me. I want my girl strong. Uh, but I want to tell you something standard. When I look at the comments, I see your post. I right away just thought it was spam. I don't know if it's your logo or what, but um, Hey y'all, someone posted in the gym owners, Facebook forum about pukey, the clown and our general perception of it. What do you think Glapson's perception was? They told him, that a puking clown could never be the mascot of a successful company. And like any fucking genius, he said, eat a fucking fat dick, and he fucking pushed it like no other. 
And people, if when they work out, every per human being in their life should experience at least once every year that they worked out so fucking hard that they want to fucking puke. And if you're not doing that, you're not fucking living your life to its most and everything else is just a bunch of pussies. And, and, and if you're like 207, like my mom, maybe it's not puking, but, but on a regular basis, I'm sure my, my mom has these thoughts. Oh fuck. Is my heart going to pop? Or am I going to have a stroke? Or is one of some fucking clot in my artery going to fucking slip and fucking get stuck in my medulla oblongata and I'm going to have a stroke. If you are not training like that, at least once in a while, you're fuck you. You're not living your life. And that's what that pukey, but you've thought about it. You felt sick many a time, right? I actually yeah. have a throw up test workout at my house that's guaranteed to make people throw up. See, it's okay. You should feel if you if you have an assault bike and at least once a year you don't get off it and don't feel good for like thirty minutes. You're, you're not. You're not. Who are you? And I don't want to hear about any marketing or perception or none of that. Fuck that. Sh all that noise. Okay, let's let's have something waiting for. Let's have something fun waiting for. Um, for uh, Hunter when he gets back, I, I really like this. Dude, okay, here we I'm go. Trying to get some fuel for the morning. Uh, is that a Coke? Let me see that. Mexican Coke, Fit Aid, Athletic oy. Brewing, and a bundle of bananas. We're gonna get through this. Oi, oi, you're gonna you're gonna rot in hell. I really don't think that's true. If we live on the essence of what you were just discussing. You're yeah. like, you need to like move your body so hard that there's this like primal shift where you're about to throw up and like your yes. body needs to adapt yes. to muscle fibers and it's hair yes. tone to be ready. Yes. Is that me? No, could be. Then you should be. Able so I'm sorry. How are you going to fit a bottle of fucking a recycled dirty bottle from Mexico that's clean with piss? Um, How are you going to fit that into like the importance of working out so hard you almost puke? You just shunt that straight into your body and get stronger. <laughs> You're out of here, gourd. Okay, listen. Type in listen. nutrient timing by Dr. John Ivey. Read any of this stuff. You'll be like, oh, wow, that's so interesting, Hunter. Okay. Uh, Hunter um, is looking for a Coke sponsor. Okay, ready? Here we go. Hey, CrossFit has the lamest sponsors. Whoop, Noble, and Coke. Or Monster, whoever. I was just th thinking about that yesterday. They're such weak brands. Whoop, BS. Noble's so weak. So It's so woke. It's so you sad. You guys could actually spend the same amount of money on getting a watch that tells the time uh -huh. and tracks your distance that you run, and it will give you basically all the same exact metrics that Whoop does. But also, I'm just going to let you guys know that keeping something on your wrist right here with the amount of arm hair that you have and the tightness of all the ligaments and bone structure and muscle down there and vasorestriction that happens when you move your wrist gives you guys inaccurate reads and basically means that the thing's a POS. But yeah, if people. you guys want to keep on spending $24 a month on something that gives you information that, first off, you don't need, and second off, isn't accurate, I will let you all continue to spend that money. There's a reason why the most high-end athletes in the entire world don't wear them, and everybody else who wants to be a high-end athlete wears them. I'm done with my spiel. Mike Bam! Mike oh, but LeBron, but, but LeBron uses it. But does LeBron get paid a fuck ton of money and probably hold equity in the company? LeBron also used to put chalk on his hand and run up and go like this before every single fucking game. So that guy doesn't make all the best decisions. And he sells spray. Uh, the standard, haha, not spam. I hadn't heard that story. All right, then we definitely train like that. What's the throw up test? No, no. But the, oh, before you change the throw up test, I'm going to show this. Listen to this. Listen. Here we go. Let's get here some callers go. in here. Here we go. 
Can you hear this? I can't. Oh, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it. Dude, amateur move. Are made from genetically modified cotton, repeatedly treated with synthetic substances, chemically bleached, and are presented as safe products to women who have no idea what they are putting into their most susceptible area. Have you guys heard of companies at well-known endocrine disruptors, including phthalates, parabens, plastics, and fragrances, without any information about potential risks? All the named substances worsen your periods and correlate with androgen imbalances, including a severe state of estrogen dominance. The female private area is made of sensitive and perfect. Uh, he's talking about the vagina. Good information. Okay. Permeable tissue. Therefore, what you expose it to matters. I just want to say that I, I in, in the translation, uh, that that's not your private area. That's your vagina. Your private area is um not is, the private one I'm around. I, I don't know what your private area is, my, but it's yeah. And um, I want to tell all women this: no good man is freaked out at all by anything having to do with your vagina they're not freaked out by your period they're not freaked out by yeast infection they're not they don't give a shit they're I cool and they don't want you to use any, they don't they don't want you to use anything that's bad for your vagina ever and they'll fucking run to the store and get you whatever you need and that, i'm just telling you like i like that this guy's saying this don't find what's perfect and and, and make sure you do it don't do this is fucking nuts that the same people who make fucking chocolate bars are making stuff to put in our girls' vaginas. Paul, Sorry, check go, this one out. Okay, yeah, yeah. This one's from Caspar, S-Z-U-L-C. My friend posted this. Is Since it about the, vaginas? No, no, no. It's even better. Oh, okay. Since the whoa, whoa, the, whoa. There's better things in the vagina. The thoughts that are about to come out of Hunter's mouth are his own. Yeah. Hold on. This is this is basically the thing that you, you just posted, but it's about sunscreen. This freaked me the fuck out. Since yeah, the introduction yeah. of sunscreen with oxybenzone, now in 70% of sunscreens, skin cancer rates have risen by 200%. More people are diagnosed with skin cancer uh, each year in the U.S. than in all other cancers combined. 97% of people tested with oxybenzone are in – 97% of these people tested have oxybenzone in their urine. Now, this could be corollary with the fact that we've just gotten better at testing some of these things, but how fucking scary would that be if the chemicals and sunscreen really were causing that many problems? Hey. I, I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what the percentage is, but the, is she walking around naked? No. Oh. Um uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but so much of what we know, the opposite is true. So much of what much people think um, is, uh, it's it's it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. Would you? It would suck because you've worn so much. I dude, I try not to, but like my face is always so sunburned, and I don't understand. It's like, what are my options if I don't put it on? Do I just get wrecked by the sun constantly? You have some, it looks like you have fair skin. Yeah. Uh, oxybenzone is a cornucopia of, has a, is a cornucopia of nasty side effects. It's considered has a hazardous eye irritant and 
as an allergen is also known to cause skin allergies as a hormone disruptor to corral. I don't know what that is. It also causes hormone disruption in humans affecting estrogen production, particularly in women and testosterone. Oh my goodness. This woman's trying to say that I need to stop eating seed oils and I won't get burnt. I don't think I eat seed oils. And then there's this other person saying that there's someone who's about to sell an animal based sunscreen. What the fuck does that even mean? Also, if there's anybody who's like an Instagram influencer and they start a business, which I kind of fall into that category now, which is unfortunate, I don't trust them because they usually just look at marketing trends and then they just slap their name on top of it and basically sell shit, which is not good. You shouldn't trust people that you see on the internet with six packs. I'm just saying they probably are lying to you. Hey, uh, same with the blue check marks. Hey, maybe it's um, maybe if, if you just took poop and rubbed it on you, it would block out the sun. And if it's like poop from a horse, it wouldn't be bad. And that's what they mean by animal-based. Uh, well, I try not to shower, dude. I think when you don't shower and like I just jump in the pool. And if you don't get things that break down the oils on your skin, I think it's way better. And I get people, people say like, oh, man, you should shower more often. And I was like, nah, bro. I mean, sometimes I get a little bit of that stank. But other than that. I don't think I've washed my face in 30 years. Yeah. I think think it's all a scam. Dude, it's so crazy. Like if you go down to like Africa and you see those people down there, they have like the whitest teeth and the most beautiful skin. And they're out there in the sun all day long doing their thing. Usually when you go to third world countries, they all like look – if they haven't like got like the sugar and all that other shit in their diet, they usually just look amazing. And they live outside in the sun all day long. And they don't shower. Yeah. They don't have showers. Okay, I want to read this to you. This is from someone called Tulip R. And this this is another I'm just kind of public service announcements with Sevon and Hunter. I want to tell you, I want to tell everyone what they took from us, what irreversible really means, and what that reality looks like for us. No one told me any of this, what I'm about to tell you now. This was a boy that transitioned to this was a man that transitioned to a woman. These are some of the things he'd like to make sure he shares with you. Okay, you ready? I have no sensation in my crotch region at all. You could stab me with a knife and I wouldn't know. The entire area is numb like it's a shell shocked and unable to comprehend what happened even four years on. No one told me that the base area of your penis is left, meaning he had his penis removed, but there's still something there. It can't be removed, meaning you're left with a literal stump inside that twitches. When you take testosterone and your libido returns, you wake up with morning wood without the tree. I wish this was a joke. And if you do take testosterone after being post-op, you run the risk of the internal hair in the neo-vagina. Imagine dealing with internal hair growth after everything. What a choice. Be healthy on testosterone and a freak or remain a sexless eunuch. And that's something that will never come back and one of the reasons why I got the surgery. My sex drive died six months after HRT, and at the same time, I'm glad I got rid of it. But now, 10 years later, I'm realizing what I'm missing out on, and I won't get it back. Because even if I had a sex drive, my neo-vagina is so narrow and small, I wouldn't even be able to have sex if I wanted to. And when I do use a small dilator, I have random pockets of sensation that only seem to pick up pain rather than pleasure. Any pleasure I do get comes from the prostate that was moved forward and wrapped in glands from the penis, meaning anal sex isn't possible. It can risk further damage. The fuck? Then there's dreams. I dream often that I... Have both sets of genitals in the dream. I'm distressed. I have both. Why both? I think I tell myself to wake up because I know it's just a dream and I awaken into a living nightmare. In those moments of amnesia, I could wake up and, and it goes on and on and on. Here's the thing. 
It's just too heavy for me. Here's the thing. I'll wrap it up. Here's the thing. Do not, if you, if you want your genitalia removed, take a deep breath and think about it for five or 10 years. I'm telling you 99.999% of the people who do this end up regretting it. Because the reason why is that's not where there, there's no happiness there. I don't even know how you brought this up. We were talking about sunscreen. No, these are influence. We we're talking about influencers. I guess do, you're right. Is that do not check? have your genitalia removed. I don't know. That got got heavy. I don't know if I'm comfortable having these kind of conversations. You're not. That's why Matt Fraser doesn't have a show with me anymore. You'll be next. Don't worry. Because you guys brought that up so often, this is getting deep. <laughs> no, because he was smart. He got off before I brought them up. Okay. Okay. Here, ready. Round two. Here. This this one's really gonna make you uncomfortable. Which one would you rather have? All right, I guess. All right. Thank you. Neither. Uh, Neither? Seriously. This is courtside ticket. Does that change your mind? No. Would you rather have a ticket to a WNBA game or $1? $1. There you go, man. Which one would you rather have? All right, I guess. All right. Thank you. Neither? Seriously. This is courtside ticket. Does that change your mind? No. Would you rather have a ticket to a... Now, I have a question for you, Hunter. Would you rather have $1 or a courtside ticket to the WNBA? Well, probably. The- <laughs> Did you just look at your girlfriend? No, no, she's looking out the door. Probably the dollar, because I think about one. I'd have to get. I'm not going to go to a WNBA game by myself, so I'm going to have to buy somebody else a ticket. And then, and then I think about the time it took to get there. Like, even if you gave me tickets to a regular NBA game, it'd be questionable if I went. Oh, come on. Really? Okay. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I'd love to go to a, re- a, re- a real one. I'd like to go to a woman's one too. If it was like, just like 10 feet from my house. Dude, whatever I- happened to that female basketball player that just got kidnapped by Russia? Like, I feel like it like kind of came up and people were like, where is she? Help. And then oh, it just yeah. that's a great question. She supposedly is like the Michael Jordan of female basketball. Kidnapped Russian basketball player hey um so did you end up having fun at the gopro world championships dude it's amazing it was it is amazing i know you don't like to leave your bubble but there's like a few things that are more exciting than crossfit and i feel like you've only experienced crossfit there's there's real sports out there that you can go see like doc dogs it's pretty amazing what what's doc dogs there's a ramp and you throw like something out into the water and the dogs sprint and jump and cover the most distance. That's dope. Yeah. It's Uh, Russia wants prisoner swap between, uh, 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 Russia wants prison swap between merchant of death and WNBA star, Brittany Griner. Who's Merchant of Death? This sounds cool. Victor Bout was arrested during a sting operation in Thailand in 2008 and sentenced to 25 years in prison in the U.S. for multiple offenses. It must be that guy, Victor Bout. On the same day, WNBA star uh, Brittany Griner appeared in a Russian court at a scheduling hearing that was moved up six days that resulted in another 30 days added to her pretrial detainment. So I guess she's still there in jail. She probably did something. Like, like what? What could? What like? What do you think? Well, supposedly she had like weed crumbs in her bag. Oh, the old weed crumbs. 
Oh, so she is here. So 16 hours ago, State Department officials meet with Mercury over Brittany Griner's detention in Russia. Officials from the State Department met with Phoenix Mercury on Monday about Brittany Griner, who is still detained in Russia. She had it coming. It's unclear what specifically happened in the meeting or who attended, but the State Department confirming the meeting to the Associated Press and said it involved officials from its office that deals with. Isn't it nice that you're just kind of fringe famous and a fringe athlete and you can just let shit just pop off your mouth like that, like she deserved it? Like imagine if LeBron said that. And I'm just a fringe podcaster. Doesn't it come from somebody who's been arrested a bunch of times? Like, yeah. I know how it goes. Like if you do something that is illegal, you're in trouble. <laughs> They should just be happy we're talking about it. If someone were to be like, I can't believe Hunter said that. What are you talking about? The whole thing is, is that like no one, 90% of the people who are fucking listening right now had never even heard of her. So if Hunter said she deserves it, at least now these people heard of her. It's been 115 days since she's been fucking detained. Oh, here we go. Here we go, Hunter. They found a vape cartridge with hashish oil. Listen, everybody. In her luggage at the Moscow airport, the State Department has classified her as wrongfully detained citizen. Russia is reportedly open to deal with wood release Griner, but wants to exchange her for notorious arms trafficker Victor Bout, also known as. One time. The Merchant of Death. When I was flying back from Miami, I got on the plane and I checked my pockets afterwards when I got home. And I had a bag of cocaine in the, like that little condom pocket that's like in the upper right corner of your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coca. Coca. And if I had been caught with that and been arrested, I wouldn't be like, you know. And also, a couple of years ago in Thailand, something similar happened where a kid, where um, no, it was North Korea. They they detained that kid and they basically beat him to death. And by the time they gave him back, he was dead. An He's, American. Yeah, it was American. It was North Korea. You got to understand, you can't be playing. Why are you even going to Russia, first of all? She's probably making deals, bad deals. Supposedly, you can make more money over there playing basketball. But listen, you can't be in other countries carrying drugs. I know that. I ain't stupid. I've been detained in other countries. It sucks. They don't play nice. I was detained in Egypt. Why? I, I came in, I had a camera, I had a, a big camera and I guess you're not allowed to bring a big camera. And I was filming desert runners, that running movie where they run the, the hunt. You got to carry all your shit with you and run the hundred miles in the desert. No. Yeah. Fuck. It was like four hours, dude. I talked to 20 people. Was it fun? No, it wasn't bad. Like no one diddled me. You think it's because of the way you looked or because of culture? No, I fucking fit in perfect. They didn't like my camera. They kept asking me if it was a movie camera or a news camera. Dude, you know what's a big deal? I know there was a right answer. Go ahead. What's a big deal? I was traveling for this show um, way back, and we were we were basically like told by the production team, like, just say when you get there that you're there for vacation. It just makes things a lot easier on us. Yeah. So I get to the border of Scotland and they're like, so what are you here for? <laughs> on vacation. They're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to do a race. And then one of the guys on my team got in the, uh, like a couple of them ended up getting in line behind me. And they're like, wait a second, you know those people? And I was like, yeah, we're traveling together. And they're like, I thought you said you were here on vacation. And I was like, yeah, I am on vacation. They're like, what are you doing here? And one of the guys like, we're filming a show. And I was like, oh, fuck. 
this woman went nuts on me and they brought like this whole troop of people pulled me aside and everything like that. were accusing me of trying to like lie to them. Yeah. So yeah. Like, Guys like, yeah, we're doing a race. Like I'm here on vacation. We're allowed to film it. They're like, no, you're here for work and blah, 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 blah. And they were getting ready to detain me. And it was just nuts. I was just like, it was, it was around cameras. So did yeah, they let you go? Yeah, they let me go. But it was this woman just having a power trip, just being a total jerk. Hey, it's it's fun. Um, I went to um Canada one time to film with uh, uh James Fitzgerald OPT, and I went with my with my partner at the time, uh, camera guy partner, uh, film partner, not not fucking partner, uh, Carrie Peterson. And we got and we got taken into secondary, which was fucking hilarious because it was during like oil week in Edmonton or something. So all these we're on plane. The whole airport is full of dudes in business suits. Every everyone. Right. And then we get shuttled off to secondary and it's me and Carrie and then just fucking women with fucking Habibi Habibis on like ninja women. You know what I mean? Big fat women covered in black sheets. And that's it. There's like 20 of them in there and me and Carrie. And they're digging through all our shit. And I, and I, then all of a sudden, and and I, and uh, they think we're bringing steroids in. I have no idea why we said, I think we, we said we work for CrossFit and they thought they just immediately. So all of a sudden I look over and there's these two women look just fucking just your classic fucking. I don't know. I don't know what you call it, but just fucking just chip on your shoulder women. And they're looking through Carrie shit. And, and I look over and they're holding a bag of broccoli in a plastic bag. And she's yelling at my friend, Carrie, do you not take our, what we do seriously? Didn't I ask you if you were bringing any food in? Didn't I ask you? And she's screaming at him while she's waving a bag of broccoli. It was fucking nuts. It, it was, How true was this? This is true. What country? Oh, Canada. Oh, dude, Canada sucks. Canada. Do you not take our rules seriously? Didn't I ask you if you had food in your bag? You have to understand, though. There's like literally. And he's shaking. Going. He's shaking. Yeah. There's nothing. He's six going on two, and Canada. she's like four nine. What? There's nothing going on in Canada, so broccoli is a big deal. I just have there's, to travel a lot through Canada, and it's tough. Worst airport in the in the world, Toronto. Uh, you know which one is also pretty bad, pretty scary is um the one in South Africa, Johannesburg. It really looks all not. nice, and there's Gucci because they'll fucking the 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 workers there will mug you. They tried to mug me. Why? Because they're fuck. It's crazy because it's fucking Africa. It's South Africa. It's a fucking awesome airport, most beautiful ever. You know what I mean? It's got the fucking Gucci store and the Louis Vuitton store and all the shit. But when you start going through the fucking security, man, those motherfuckers will try to mug you. The dude and these two chicks tried to fucking mug me, and it, the, they're TSA people. You gotta, you gotta travel. Uh, whenever you go to other countries, you just gotta give like one or two really big beefy guys like fifty to a hundred dollars a day to follow you around and just fucking thug out. Yeah, I've done it a couple times. It's not a bad life. No, when I used to travel with Greg, there was all there used to, places like that. There'd be great security. It was yeah. awesome. What do you think Greg does nowadays? Do you think he just sits back and just sits there and rubs his hand together, watching what's going on with the CrossFit industry, or do you think he's upset? No, no, neither. He has this room, right? It's a room. It's a 10 by 10 room. And um, there's fans blowing around in there. And he just walks in there for like 15 minutes, 20, uh, 15 minutes to 20 minutes a day. And they just drop a million uh, dollars in $10 bills, just sit in that room. And he turns and he turns the fan on and just lets them just kind of like flutter around him. It's, it's called the million dollar fan room. I kind of do the same thing. 
no, uh, he he's he's working on uh, on uh, a curriculum for uh, schools, and he's working on a um, a uh, lecture, and he is working on a movie all around broken science. He did. He, he's completely over the fitness thing. I mean, basically, he took science and brought it to fitness. Constantly very functional movement, movement executed at high intensity, measuring power output, defining fitness. He did whatever you're supposed to do. But he took scientific, the scientific method and applied it to, to, to exercise. I've told so that, you, basically, if I had some of the conversations that you and I have about how exercise is more important for health than the health industry itself, if I had, if I have that conversation with my family who are all doctors – you know, Cornell Medical School, fucking all sorts of Harvard Medical School. They would, they would cut me in half. They are say, so. Again, say say it again. It, it, what, what I think you miss said what if what the conversation? If you said what if the, what exactly was the topic what of conversation? Saying, like kind of what Greg's producing. Oh like, right. This idea that exercise is better for health than the health industry is better for health. Meaning oh like well, the medical health industry. Here's the fucked up. So, so now he's moved on to the biggest picture of all. He's basically showing that there, there, you you know, there's something called the replication crisis. You can look it up on Wiki. And basically, half the things that are in medical journals can't be replicated. And if they can't be replicated, I mean, that's a huge fucking problem. And I'm not just repeatable, all that kind of shit. Yeah. Hey, dude, the, um, the like 58 of the 64 main fucking scientific studies that all of fucking oncology is fucking built on the, the cancer research cannot be replicated. And Bayer, Bayer fucking tried to hired someone to try to replicate them. They can't be replicated. It's all horse shit. It's so scary. Once you just scratch the surface, there's no science there. Our our, our medical per, our, and those are the things. Basically, if you inflicted it on yourself, and you go to a doc, and you th- and, and you think a doctor is going to cure it f- for you, that they're not. You need a doctor if, like, you fucking fall off a horse, or you get shot by a gun, or if you get caught leaving Miami with cocaine, and the police beat you with billy clubs. That's the only time you need a doctor. Yeah, it's acute health versus chronic health. In What's it United called? States, acute? Yeah, I like that word. Yeah, what yeah, you said. The United States is built on chronic health problems, not acute health problems. Like in the yeah. third world country, you don't get chronic health problem support. You get acute health problem. Like you got bit yeah. by a fucking tiger. Yeah, yeah. Try to like help you out. They're yeah. like, oh, I ate too much sugar and my insulin's off. They're like, yeah. what? We don't have support for that, you fuck. Get out of here. And they can help you with some induced stuff. Like if you took that Coke bottle and shoved it up your ass for prostate stimulation, they could probably help you get it out if it got stuck. Dude, it's pretty awesome. One of my closest friends. But if you drink too many of those Cokes, Hunter, they can't fix that problem. Can't get that out. One Coke in the butt, out. No problem. Cokes down the throat, can't help. This, This cannot be saved. Science. I'm just telling you right now. My life will change after I stop exercising at this level. But until that day, Coca-Cola is still part of the play. Don't be upset. I want to see. I'm I'm going to play. Real recognize real. That's how thugs. That's how thugs interact. Game recognize game. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I would say that what Greg's probably doing is the right thing to do, but I bet you it will be received by less than 10% of the curriculum in the United States, if even that's possible.
Yeah, and he doesn't care though. It's the same thing with CrossFit. CrossFit was received by less than one percent of one percent of one percent. It's fucking tiny. No one wants to do it. The truth fucking is hard. Can can be hard. This is my favorite court case of all time. My child spilled my tea. We had this chick from Thailand. She had a bigger dick than me. My dog stepped on a bee. My child spilled my tea. We had this chick from Thailand. She had a bigger dick than me. My dog stepped on a bee. My child spilled my tea. We had this chick from Thailand. She had a bigger dick than me. Isn't the internet just a, just a, just an incredibly creative place? It is kind of fucked up though that that court case, um, that court case like stole the internet with all the things that are going on in the world. Like that stole the internet and became like this like cultural, like you know meme. Uh, meme paradise. It is weird. It is really, really weird. But I don't think it's going to shift any of the legal legality and structure of how you know there so, can be um, female abuse on men. I bet you it'll be like a hubbub for like two seconds. <laughs> going to change. I just, I, I just think the internet's a creative place. I just love how creative it is. Okay, uh, I don't even remember putting this on, but I think this is really appropriate for a show that you and I are on together. So we did, we did, um, we did the tampons and we did don't remove your penis talk or your vagina talk. That, yeah. And we did, um, don't drink Coke, but shove it up your butt. Yeah. Okay. And then this is, this is something I found a uh, Heath Ledger who, who we know died. Right. I think he, he, he died. He OD'd right. Drugs. The drug ass. Drugas. I like the way you gesture that. Drugas. Uh, Heath Ledger had an incredible response to a reporter who said uh, people found Brokeback Mountain disgusting. Uh, so Brokeback, I didn't see that movie, but it was a movie about two cowboys who, who I think loved each other. It's a pretty great movie. It is? Dude, just cinematography alone, like for somebody who just appreciates, you know, camera work. It's nice. Yeah. I think I can see his penis in his pants right there. Can you see where my arrow is circling? Mm-hmm. They, that's a sock. Oh. Well, it's supposed to be his penis. Don't ruin it for me. It's like fake. That's like fake titties, but fake penis. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see if we can. That uh, uh, this is disgusting. Oh. Well, I don't know. I I, I think um. Yeah, I I think it's a real shame. I, I, I well, I think it's immature for one. A really immature. But I I think it's an incredible shame that people go out of their way to discuss. Uh, discuss or to to um to voice their disgust, I should say, um, or, or negative opinions about the way two people wish to love one another. I mean, for, yeah, come on. I mean, at least voice your opinions on how two people show hate and violence and anger towards each other. Isn't that more important? I think so. Um, so I don't know. It doesn't really concern me. I think it's a shame. Um, but I also I also feel that um. I'm also. I also feel like it'll surprise people. It's it's not a. It's not a. It's not particularly a, uh, that. Uh, uh, this is disgusting. Oh, a, a story. I mean, it's obviously about two men in love, and it's obviously gay themed, and it's very easily labeled. But unfortunately, what people bring this up? life to label something that they're uncomfortable with. The, the pure fact of it is it transcends a label. It's human. It's a story of two human beings, two souls that are in love. It's like, get over the fact that there's two men. That's the point. 
And yeah. The, the movie is not a story about an epidemic or yeah. a virus or something that can be cured in hospital. Yeah. It's, it's, we're showing that love between two men is, is just as infectious and emotional and, and strong and pure as it is with heterosexual love. Um, and if you can't understand that, then just don't go see the movie. It's yeah. Like, you know, we don't care. Um, yeah. It's like you deal with it in your own private life. Don't voice it out. I don't know why I brought it up. Are you just trying to get a little bit of share out there for dude love? I guess I'm just going through. I have this whole list of things of things like I like just to that I won't want to show you in the world. I just like that. I just like that. I thought it was. I thought it was a nice answer. He didn't get all riled up. I would get all riled up. Yeah, I'm not really good at containing myself. I wasn't the Hunter McIntyre fan. Man, you must hear. I, let's talk about. It. I wasn't a Hunter McIntyre fan until today when he said Canada sucks. I knew he was one of my people. It's so it's so weird. The other day I had someone on my podcast um, who you guys all know, and he, he, he was basically telling me off the air, I don't care what other people say about you. Like, like, they, they, like there's this whole world out there that hates me. And I feel like people do that to Hunter all the time. Like, like you're in our DMs and you're like, oh my God, I just want you to know that I, I don't hate you. I understand you. You're misunderstood. It's like, fuck off. Everyone loves me. It doesn't help. No. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, other people think you suck, but not me. But not me. Yours uh, isn't that bad, James, by the way. Yours isn't that bad. I get it. Cause I, you know, I was in that boat too, and I and I explained myself. What was I gonna say? I told you so morning chalk up featured that I had won the world championship last week, and the amounts, like other than the fact that <laughs> oh, I went on there and blasted people. Did you see that? No, but I'm just saying, other than the fact that they post about uh Dave going back to like CrossFit. Yeah. I got like the most engagement and it's all hate. People are like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You can't do CrossFit. And people are just like, what? I don't know people if I can still hate me. I don't, I, I think I have them blocked. I, I wonder if I can unblock them for a second so I can pull that up. Dude, I have a really long block sheet. Morning. Darn it. I think I do have them brought blocked. Morning. 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 Chalk. See, and it doesn't pop up. Darn it! You blocked the morning chalk up years ago. Why? Because they were just writing haterade. I, I think that the, I think the guy who the, who owns it is a complete fucking douchebag. Justin. And I feel sorry for the people who work there who have to deal with him. Yeah, he's a just a goofball. Yeah, like this trash. I actually know Justin because he used to come work with us at Hepner's, but I haven't heard from him in a long time. I think he like lives on top of a mountain. He's into mountaineering now. I don't even think he really works for Morning Chalk Up anymore. Oh, it says this account is private. Everything you need to... They might have... Oh, it's called Morning Chalk Up? Wait, Morning... Chalk Up. I know. I I clicked the wrong one. uh, Morning morning Chalk Up. This account is private too. What the fuck is going on? Morning's Chalk Up. Oh, so there's all these fake ones. Am I spelling it wrong? I want to see if this can we can actually get a phone call in here. I'm going to post and see. Ooh, this guy's talking more shit to me. Where? I can't see it. This is okay. So I'll read you. This is from this is this is this is what happens. This is uh, still about like the the people are body dysmorphia guys. He goes, oh. "Other motherfucker, aren't you?" I said, "You still butt hurt because you're skinny." He goes, "Better than being a fucking giant ugly chin motherfucker." You still your chin's it. not that big. Like he's saying, like you got the Jay Leno chin. Yeah, hey, so. that's called the man jaw. 
you yeah, jackass. You still butthurt you never made it in a real sport. Although by the looks of it, I'm guessing you prefer to stick to some made up loser sports that doesn't test for peds. And then I write back. Ooh, I like that. He got you there, though. Oh, he, he got, got me. Because you are juiced up. I know those it. Skinny little fingers must be struggling to type these big sentences. Mine are big and strong because I take peds. And then oh, he nice. goes, strong because you spend so much time fisting your fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's complete. He lost his shit. He went off. He What's that called? He jumped the, jumped the shark. Like, yeah. he went too far. Like, it's like, <laughs> no, like, I'm not... Like you might be on PEDs, but you're definitely not fisting your dad. You know what I mean? He took it to like absurdity land. Now it's like not even offensive anymore. Yeah, I mean, the guy, the guy, it goes on. You shit eating maggot. He, um, he also told me I've got. Cat- what other kind of maggot is there? I don't understand that one either. You shit eating maggot, dude. How low blow is this? He told me I have calf implants, which is nice because he must be looking at my calves and pictures. <clears throat> uh l1 Flowmaster texted me the other day and told me i look like i'm working out pretty hard again who's the Flowmaster? can't i don't want to say anyone's name because i don't want to um um i don't want to i don't wanna, uh i know that when i get to a certain movement beyond that point no one can ever catch me i was really confident in that hunter mcintyre Let me see if anyone responded to any of the... So this guy said, who won the men's division? Like, to rip on you? Oh, yeah, that's pretty clever. And I said, all that mask wearing done damage your brain. Because I went over to his account and saw that he wears a mask. Oh! Yeah. Shit, dude. That's fierce. That is fierce. Um, Someone said, is he the fittest on earth? I said, everyone's the fittest on earth. Hashtag woke fit. Hashtag equitable. So you really got in there. Yeah, I'm like, you're not going to fuck with my boy, Hunter. I'm going to come in there and mash your titties. Smash that shit up. All right, yeah. I got to run and take a piss because I've been drinking so much of this stuff. But did you notice I wear overalls? It's the only thing that sucks about this is how hard it is to take it off. But then I, was I, a mas- also- I know that's why I don't like to put them on my kids because all of a sudden all my shit's like really involved. It's the best. Runners look like meth heads that traded their drug addiction for an exercise addiction. Well, there's a lot of truth to that, right, James? A lot of truth to that, which I'm, which I'm not hating on. Which I'm not. Okay, so we did love between men. Oh, this is a fascinating one. I wonder what Hunter is going to think about this one. This one is fascinating. Let's see. I'll pull this on the screen here. Okay, Hunter, come back. Ready? This is about Claudette Colvin. Do you know who that is, Hunter? Claudette Colvin? No, nah, man, I'm not really. This is such this is such an amazing story. Okay, so 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 um she's an American pioneer of the 1950s civil rights movement and a retired nurse age. On March 2nd, 1955, she was arrested at the age of 15 in Montgomery, Alabama, for refusing to give up her seat to a white woman on a crowded, segregated bus. This occurred nine months before the widely known incident in which Rosa Parks Rosa Parks, secretary of the local chapter of the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, helped spark the 1955 <coughs> my COVID, sorry, sparked the 1955 Montgomery bus boycott. So this lady refused to get off the bus nine months before. 
but she wasn't affiliated with the fucking NAACP. Colvin was one of the five plaintiffs in the first federal case filed by the civil rights attorney, Fred Gray, on February 1st, 1956, as Browdler versus Gale to challenge the bus segregation in the city. And, you know, and it goes on to say that they didn't, they, that the whole Rosa Parks thing is a, was a giant setup. That this chick was actually pre pregnant out of wedlock, so the she, they didn't OG. think she. What? Yeah. Real OG. And that and that she was pregnant out of wedlock or something like that, and so they didn't want to use her as the poster child, so they told Rosa Parks to go on, and the whole thing was a fucking scam. It it's kind of like suntan lotion, you know what I mean? Like like once again, it's like like you don't even know what the fuck is true. Well, dude, have you ever listened? I think it was revisionist history with Markham Gladwell and some of the pieces that he does, and just like kind of misinformation. Hold on, before you before you go on, Claudette. Thank you for fucking your civil rights fucking pioneer and you're a fucking queen. Thank you. Okay, go on. Yeah. Um, go. If you, I think it was revisionist history with Markham Gladwell and you listen to some of the, whatchamacallit, um, just some of the misinformation about what really happened in history. Yeah. Like there was this, I, I can't remember if it's through his podcast, but basically there was this statue um, of what seemed to be a civil rights statue where there's like this dog kind of going after this small uh, black child. And it's meant to be seen that like, you know, this was a, a moment of attack, but it was basically just some kind of information that they put up there to kind of completely spin and manipulate what was going on actually in that town. And you see stuff like this, like that basically this woman was the first person to do it. And then all of a sudden they had somebody else planted. So that'd be more the script. And it's sad, man. I, I, yeah. I, feel, I don't, I feel like I don't trust history, but you, you should also know that you can't trust history when you recognize that back in the day, when you conquered another place, they would burn all the history books of what happened in that place and then rewrite history. That's what's happening right now. They're burning all our fucking history books. Which ones? Though all of them. We're kind of in it. We're in a Fahrenheit 451 fucking era. Did you see this video Justin Bieber put out where his, he has faces play? Yeah. And, and so I posted that and like 50 people, no shit, have fucking DM me and been like, hey, dude, I reposted that. And this is what happened to me when I reposted it. And all of them got fucking strikes and warnings from Instagram saying you stop spreading misinformation. He doesn't even say in there, allude, insinuate or anything that it was from the vaccine. Well, it's scary, dude. I mean, if you, ha I'm surprised you've never had your stuff taken down with the stuff that you talk about. I do. Sometimes it does get taken down. Have you seen the new Justin Bieber, um, um, doll? No, no, you, you have J Bieber dolls. They got a new um Justin Bieber doll. I'll show you. It's pretty cool. I don't feel like Rule One to Communism is rewriting history. That's not what communism's about. Matt Burns. Fuck you. It's owning the media is what it is. But that's not about communism. That is. Uh-uh. It's a correlate. How's that? Because the two biggest countries that actually have communism do that kind of stuff? Yeah. No. Okay, look at look at hold on. I mean, it just means if you're gonna stack your cards and you want to have absolute control, you start with communism, then you rewrite history. We're talking about pocket aces. Look at there's the new Justin Bieber doll. That is pretty fucked up. Poor guy. It is really weird, though, how... Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's the Pfizer doll. My bad. So Egg. many people I know are actually having Bell's palsy. Like, Eddie had Bell's palsy. Thor had Bell's palsy. My buddy Jeremy had Bell's palsy. Now, J-Beeb's got the palsy. 
but they Who's, call it something different. Yeah, I don't know who Jeremy is, but I know the other three all have one thing in common. Tiny dicks. What? No, but this happened before. Oh, okay. You know, Eddie, when we first, when, when this all happened, Eddie wouldn't even see me. Eddie would like sit at the other side of the street and talk to me. That's how much he didn't like me as a friend. He was scared. Fucking asshole. And now he invited me to his kid's birthday party tomorrow where they're going to have a kegger and stuff. And I, I accuse him of being super spreader. Do you feel, do you feel, do you feel, oh, let's talk about this. Speaking of Matt Fraser. God, I've had this up. I've had this forever. So far, conspiracies. Just saying. Um, We'll get back to Eddie having the birthday party. So, so this is so HWPO. This is Matt Fraser's training thing. Was in bed with hybrid performance method. That's the girl. The, the you know the the girl who has the twenty five world records, right? And like she's going through like some identity crisis. We're we gonna have. Are we gonna have like a fucking. This is gonna be good. Let's hear it. Hi, you're on with uh, Hunter McIntyre. How can I help you, Mr. Hoffman? You're a Jew. Thunder Johnson. No, Mr. Hoffman. Hello. Oh, hey, how's it going? I'm good. I can't speak for Hunter. Um, I just got a question for him about like, um, so basically I've been writing my own training and stuff, but it's kind of just been like linear. So something I'm doing this month, I'll be doing like six months and it's kind of like endurance and lifting. I just have a question like how he programs his training for like period periodization is that the word <clears throat> well you gotta look at do you need more work on endurance or more work on strength and then you need to start with a block purely focusing on your weakness and then start to go further and further away from that point for about six to nine months and then restart the cycle you get what i'm trying to say yeah i hear you so if you're if you're weak, you start with a strength block, and then the next block, which is about eight to twelve weeks, you do about thirty percent, fifty percent strength, fifty percent endurance. The last block, you do about seventy five percent endurance and twenty five percent strength, and then restart over again, and then you'll be a fucking champion, just like your boy. What are you training for, uh, Mr. Hoffman? Yeah, what's up, bro? Uh, uh, wrestling. Oh, how old are you? 17. Dang. Oh, oh, let's get to the core of this thing. Are you the strongest guy in the room? Or are you the um are you the basically the least fit guy in the room? What's going on? No, I'm the most fit every single time. Like I'm stronger than all of them, but they also all get fucked too quickly. They so all what get what? That? Quickly? Yeah. They you want get to be a state champion? State champion, regional yeah. champion, or world champion. What do you want to be? World champion, obviously. Oh man, then. If I were you, if you want to get to the world champion level, I mean, technique is super fucking important, obviously, but at that high, yeah. high, high level, you probably need to be able to double body weight every single one of your your strength, core strength numbers. And if I were you, I'd spend more time doing grip strength than anything else and core strength, and you'll fucking do it, dude. Go smash those bitches. Take on the Russians. Hey, um, uh, Hoffman, did you see the interview I had with um, David Taylor? Uh, no, I didn't. You should but check. I know him. You do know him, yeah. He, um, 
we were talking about MMA fighters in, in he was, ba- I mean, basically his entire game, obviously he's good. I'm not, I don't want to fucking say shit about his fucking skill set. He's a fucking Olympian, but, um, he's, he said, it's just, I think you're on the right track. He said, it's just, you have to be pressuring. It's just fucking pedal to the metal. doesn't matter whether you're winning, losing transitioning, what the fuck is going on. It's just pressure, 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 pressure. And, and you see that in MMA exactly. too, right? With the great guys. Um, yeah, for sure. Like Bo Nichols is absolute savage. He's knocking motherfuckers out and he's a wrestler and no one's even taking him to the ground yet. Yeah, dude. Jaden Cox has a very interesting approach to wrestling, dude. Like he almost doesn't take any points. He just is like such a fucking tree trunk. And I think Bo got lost to Jaden, didn't he? I don't know, but Bo Nichols is a hot trophy with it, so. He's a, got a hot trophy wife. What'd you say? No, Bo Nickel won Hodge Trophy in college. Now he's oh. doing MMA. He's like 2-0 and and has KO two people. Oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, you got Khabib Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Those guys have a wrestling base. And uh, what's the – Campo, what the fuck is it called when you wrestle in box? What's I don't know. I'm looking – they got? I don't know, but if I are you, dude, keep on following that uh, that uh, that game plan, and you should basically be a beast. Follow that thing where you start with your weakness and then build out, and only get about six to nine months away from where your weakness was, and then restart the cycle, and you'll be you'll be good. And 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 don't and lay off the caffeine. Your little your little uh, your little high energy. No, nah, I don't take caffeine. I know it was a joke. It was sarcasm. He's just being a dick to you, bro. Mr. Hoffman, I'm just All being right. a dick. All right, dude. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Have Later, a great bro. Week. All right, dude. I don't take caffeine and no shit. No shit, motherfucker. Uh, so HWPO training, that's Matt Fraser's hugely successful training program. And then he was with hybrid performance method. And then something happened. And where's the trash? Come on. Where's the nitty gritty? Give it to me. I, but I don't know, but this screams volumes. This is old. This is from May 6th. But so, so they separated and Matt moved to another platform, which is always fucking scary. I can only imagine that that fucking rocked his shit because when you switch platforms and everyone has to re-put in their credit card number and that's fucked. Because mm-hmm. half the people are like, fuck you, I ain't paying. Like, oh, I was paying for this. And you know what I mean? And they don't re-sign up. Have you ever done that? Switch platforms? Yeah, I did. I lost over 50% of my clients. Yeah. It must have fucking rocked, Matt. But listen, this is from fucking Steph Cohen's website. The, the, the print is so fucking small. This means that they got into a fight and lawyers got involved. See this print so far? Someone told, I'm guessing someone told Hybrid, hey, you got you to gotta post this. No one posts anything. When you post something this small, this means fuck you. Yeah. Um, Morning Chalkup did this when they apologized for the article that they did on Dave okay. and the E. coli. Yeah. Did they get sued? I cannot, I cannot speak on it. Fuck. I wish you had more nitty-gritty stuff, dude. You're supposed to be the behind-the-scenes bro. Well, I don't even know why he even bothered partnering with them. If you think about it, it's just like, I don't know. Why why bother selling? It'd be like go, Nike going to Dick's Sporting Goods and be like, hey, take part of our revenue share for people. They, they got kicked to the curb like I got kicked to the curb. Who did? 
I'm just joking. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just joking because I used to have a podcast, Matt. HWPO and Hybrid Performance Method wish to provide the following update concerning their relationship. HWPO, Matt Fraser, and Hybrid Performance Method have recently ended their relationship. Since then, we understand there may have been some confusion surrounding the party's ongoing relationships, which we would like to clarify. First, I'd like to know what the problem was. For the avoidance of doubt, Hybrid will no longer be offering any HWPO, Matt Fraser programming or resources, those programs are now hosted exclusively by the HWPO training app. More information. So what I'm guessing what happened is, is they broke up and hybrid probably tried to do something to make it look like that they had something still there that was tantamount to what Matt was offering. And Matt wanted clarity that like, Hey, it's not, but just the fact that they wrote it so small is just like, it's bad. That means that there's, it's just a fuck you. Like, fuck off. And the, and the lawyer, I know the lawyers made us do this and they're just checking the box. You want to sue us? Go ahead. So I just thought that was interesting. Intellectual property uh, lawsuits, they're tight. <laughs> now that I'm starting to get a little bit better at business, I'm all lawyered up. You got to have that shit. I'm going to show you one more thing. Do you, do, you know, do you know who Andrew Hiller is? Man, we've talked about him like 15 times. <clears throat> don't be rude. Don't be. There's no reason to be get all fucking hostile and shit. I'm just and checking all. to make sure that you don't have short-term memory loss now that you have COVID. I definitely have short-term memory loss. Look at this. Uh, look at this video here that he just put out this morning. Who do you think would win in a butt back boxing match? Cohen versus Frazier. Uh, Steph would fuck him up. I think so too. Yeah, she would fuck him up. Little Venezuelan piston. He, he might be goofy. He might be goofy. What does that mean? Just like, like just because he's super fit, he might be goofy. Oh, you mean just like doesn't have skill? Yeah, like he might not. He might not be an athlete. When are you guys gonna? I need you people to vote so that I can fight the buttery butts. The buttery butts. Oh, the poor. They don't want to fight. They, they're they're film, they're artists, dude. They're artists. Do you understand? Artists don't fight. Okay, listen to the listen to this. Listen. Oh shit! I can't hear it. Damn, rookie move, rookie move. Went to CrossFit and made them an offer that they. Okay, couldn't. here we go. Sorry. Like Bill went to CrossFit and made them an offer that they couldn't refuse. I'm gonna make them an offer they can't refuse. Bill Henniger goes to CrossFit. and goes, "Hey, you're gonna have to let Dave Castro back into the fold, or I'm gonna pull all my equipment out." This is a video talking about Bill Henniger, the most powerful man in fitness. This is the owner of Rogue. Yeah. Do you know him? No. He is the most powerful man in fitness. That's for sure. I just love it that Hiller made a video on it. He and and that he's he's equate. Oh fuck! Hiller's gonna have more followers than me, more subscribers than me. Fucking any day now. Fuck that guy. I'm never promoting him again. Fuck that dude. Oh, so he writes here. I think Bill Henniger has more pull than any single person in the fitness community. I think he meant to say tantamount. He is paramount to Arnold in the 80s and 90s, and possibly actors like The Rock. Yeah, he's the, I mean, he's the man. I mean, it's basically the Amazon of fitness. Like, if you need something, do you sell any shit through him? You need to. It's interesting. I mean, they definitely got, dude, I remember talking to a couple of fitness companies at the beginning of COVID, and they told me in the first quarter of the year that they had made more money in the past two years of their businesses. Um, t- I, if, if I, I don't want, I don't want to get into too, too much detail, but let's just say Bill at the beginning of the, the pandemic had 500 employees. Now he has over a thousand, I bet. I mean, and I'm not just making that up. Just whoopie loopy. 
poopy doopy. I don't, I don't doubt it at all. I mean, I guarantee the majority of it went into customer service and uh, welders. Another one of my friends who had a, a, a fitness business, his revenue went from $3 million a month to $11 million a month in, uh, uh, during COVID. What kind of product did he sell? I can't tell you that. Don't be a dickhead. Why would you even bring that up? I hate when people do that kind of stuff. They're like, yo, man, I know this thing about this, this, and this. And then right when you want to get to like the juice of it all, you cut me short. I'm sorry. Who's the person who schedules our um, the conversations we have? There's someone texting in between us, and I get so confused. That's Matt Souza. That's the producer of the show, executive producer of the show. So somebody, how does this all work? Because I don't think that you just log on to this thing and then everything kind of goes out. After the fact, does he like edit things up? And No, no, no. This is live right now. Like there's 218 people watching it live now. There's probably been 500 who've come and gone throughout the show. And by tomorrow, it'll be 10,000 people or 5,000 people. And then sometime in the afternoon today, it'll go out to Spotify and iTunes. And then there'll be, you know, thousands of more people. I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 more people will listen to it there. Just blink aggressively if you want me to stop asking questions, but how much does it cost to produce a, uh, a episode? $6. Seriously? No. You mean cost-wise? Like, I like, mean, so you obviously have to pay somebody to do some of this stuff or you do it all on your own. Uh, the, so the this software costs 500 bucks a year, StreamYard. And then I just got a bunch of fucking just jackasses like you who just love me so fucking much that they help. And the rest is just help. Dude, last time we were up, people donated like a lot of money. Dick Butter just gave us 99 cents. I need 20% of that. No, Let's that's, go, guys. That's, that's a fake. That's a fake. That's just, he's just faking. That's not, he didn't really give that. He just made, wrote, typed that in. Look at you, Dick Butter. Like, look, put, like, like, um, like here, here, here. Look at. Look, someone just gave us a hundred. Look, someone just gave us a hundred bucks. My God, the seven podcast just gave us a hundred bucks. Oh, dang. Dang. I get 20% all donations. <laughs> no, no. And how I many don't... of these episodes are you doing a week? Uh, seven. Oh, it's, it's, it, but, but Hey, let me tell you something. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a loss. There's no money being made. It's a diminishing return. Yes. Yes. Dude, Danny just donated 10000 Oh, shit. Well, it's that one you know is fake because it was, should be point zero zero. I was going to give some money. Stop bitching. You know what you should do, though, is you should create like an exclusive OnlyFans for the guests that you have on there, and people will actually give in money. I think that one's $5. Is that true? Uh, yeah, that one is. that one is true. Yes. I knew we were going to pull this thing off. Um, What's the end game here? Where? where oh, shit. Look at this. Look at this. Someone donated your mom. That's awesome. Wow, that's pretty legit. Wow. Uh, Sevon, play my video of you talking to Chuck Carswell from the games. Oh. I can't show. I That would take me fucking 10 minutes to pull that up right now. Sorry. Uh, you, uh, did you text? I think you texted it to me, right? I don't know where that is. Sorry. You deserve you deserve more for five dollars. There's so what's the, <clears throat> the hosting on the hosting of the podcast costs a couple hundred bucks a month too. Because I make so fucking many and I go over my allotted a, a limit a limits and and 
What's the end game here, though? Is there? Are you going to start a television show? Yeah. Are you going to become? No, a no, no, no. Uh, basically, the end game is to just take over to to be you know bigger than Howard Stern or um or, or Joe Rogan combined. That's that. It's it's that's it. I'm just that's I that, that's it. My uh, my GF. Who is that? It's Danielle Brandon in a bathing suit. Winning, winning. Uh, I listen to Howard Stern daily. It's my still, favorite. still. I, I love Howard Stern. That's the only way I get any kind of media, even though it's manipulated. Please, please tell me you don't still listen to him. I love Howard Stern. Dude's an eleven. He is not. He's an eleven. What What do you no. have against Howard Stern other than the fact that he is a COVID COVID guy? He's not a COVID guy. What do you want to call it? What do you want to call it? He's a pretty fanatical about COVID. He's a fucking, he's a spreader of fucking fear. He's horrible. Okay. He's fucking horrible. I don't need anything more. I don't need any, I don't need, well, and, and he's a fucking Biden lover. He thinks, he thinks that it's okay to spread racism on his platform and fear. And meanwhile, meanwhile, and and, and 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 reward people for fucking weak behavior. Meanwhile, he's fucking one of the richest men fucking alive on the fucking planet. And he only got there through fucking hard fucking work and fucking insane dedication and zero fear. Yes. Yeah. Right. Same thing with like LeBron. You get to the top and then you fucking pedal fucking lies. Like if he were like this, if he were like, listen, you can never be like me unless you do this, 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 and this. This is the lifestyle you have to live. But he doesn't. He promotes. He he promotes. Uh, he promotes a fucking weak fucking lifestyle that is not what fucking got him where he's at. If you took away just the fact that he doesn't like COVID, if you just take away that, what else yeah. do you got against him? Uh, the, his politics. He used to love Trump. I know, I know, I know. Because what's happened is is all the closet racists have been exposed, dude. I don't think he's racist. What would you say? Help me out here. I'm a there is a there is oh shit, my fucking office door's been open this whole time. Your kids have heard this whole thing. There so here here's the thing. He's part of the victocracy. He believes in the victim mindset. He believe and, and he wants to support that. He wants people to argue their limitations. Uh, I don't pick up on that. Okay, I do. Listen, I'm just gonna say I'm a Howard Stern fan. You don't have to be a fan. No, I'm mad at you now. The Whack Packers, classic. Here we go. Howard Stern is part of the machine, but he still thinks he's edgy and anti-authority. Yeah, I mean he's fucking he. He's he's blue pill as a motherfucker. Yeah, but you know just as well as I do that if you were in that position, you're probably getting paid. No, not me. Fifty and a hundred million dollars a year, you would shut your fucking pile. No, no. dude. I'm just gonna cut you that check and just say, hey, listen, you you you'd conform a little bit. Here's the thing. Let's say I was really scared of COVID. Let's say I was terrified of it. Yeah. He should fucking own that. Instead, he fucking, instead, he's basically said, he's basically said, if you don't fucking want to take the shot, fuck you. We should fucking corral your shit up and fucking ship you to fucking Auschwitz. He's all but said that, dude. 
He fucking hates fucking people who aren't fucking vaccinated. Yeah, dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, my family says the same shit. I've just had. I understand. I understand. But your family's not at the fucking. Your family's not preaching that from fucking um, uh, the 78th story of the Empire State Building. I know. But there's, you know, if you basically have. And by the way, I bet your parents aren't saying that anymore. No, they definitely are. My dad hasn't flown in three years. My dad flew for the first time in three years to come see my world championships. They're getting in a car and they're driving to go visit my grandfather for um, for Father's Day. Ten hours. Isn't it amazing that you could get all that education, that people think that that education actually made them smarter when really it was in indoctrination? Why? Imagine teaching your kid about climate change instead of climate science. Like, what idiot does that? It's 2022. Why would you indoctrinate your kids? And then if you want to go even deeper, why not? Why teach them about um, climate change? Why teach them about climate uh, climatology? Why not teach them about what is science? What is at the essence? I think they, they kind of do that. A little everyone bit. in school is everyone in school. Um, what if you just taught people to be nice to people? I don't think that ever really works. I mean, I, you know what's funny is the fuck it. I mean, the fuck it does. I mean, go ahead. Watch go ahead. children and dogs at the park before they learn like these degrees of separation, anxiety, fear, attacking. It's pretty awesome. Doesn't matter what color you are, sex you are, any of that kind of kid. Kids just sprint across the park from each other, not knowing who each other are, and just have a great time. <laughs> right. right. I'm just right. wondering at what point that shifts. And why it does shit. When, when you start talking to your kids, when you start talking to your kids about black kids and gay kids and straight kids and, and, and when you start talking about all that, all of it, all of it shifts. There's no reason to fucking put any of that pollutant into their mind. You just treat everyone fucking good. Hey, and that does work. Hi. Hi. Caller. Hi. Hello. Hi. You called it a good time. Hunter and I are about to go to blows. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I'm listening in, and here's the thing. The ego is what changes. What do you think about that? Keep going. Okay. Tell us more. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Well, you get to a certain age, and you start comparing yourself to others. That's your ego. Right? Yeah. So now you're comparing yourself to others and you want to be a like other people, but you see other people as also a threat. You know, the first time I ever noticed that was playing kickball in elementary school and this kid, Andrew Dunkelberger, I hope you hear this, Andrew, could kick it further than me. Like I was now second in line and I was like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck is this guy? Wow. And I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day. It was like the first time ever was like, do I see myself as less valuable because I can't kick as far as this kid? That's probably the first time I ever actually thought about my self-positioned in like my community as a value. Caller, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, kind of, because then that can spin into like resentment for that person because you're like, oh, I'm not as good as this guy. And you're not thinking that, right? A dog doesn't think that like you're talking about, or a kid doesn't think that until a certain point. 
Now you're thinking, oh, I'm not as good as this guy. Uh, screw this guy. I, I never right? – huh, that's interesting. You, this is a little off off subject. Thanks for and, and, I, and I apologize, but you you know you know why I don't like Howard Stern. I, I resent him for the fact that um I, I got hurt by him because I saw him as a freedom fighter and I saw him as a man of like run down the street naked and like I'm like all about like I have I have like no boundaries and I thought he was a no boundary guy and like I liked the go ahead Hunter. I'm not trying to cut you off. When you're done talking, I'll say what I my piece about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know when it shifted, American fuck America's got talent. That's where it shifted for him. Where he, he where he's kind of sold out. He sold out. He went from his private ecosystem, which he was the king of, into all of a sudden like super mainstream media. Like when you go from being a radio guy to the fucking big screen guy on the most popular show in the world, I guarantee it that's where things shifted for him big time. Like it should be okay. Everyone, everyone should be treated equal. Everyone should be made fun of equally. Everyone should be loved equally. Everything should be fucking equal. And and I felt like he was the the kind of the 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 gold standard of that because he would make fun of everyone. And he would even say, "Hey, fuck you." People would get upset because he'd be making fun of Tards, and he'd be like, "Fuck you." I give these people jobs. They're on my show, and it's who they are. And like, we're just gonna roll with it. Like, it's you're you're uncomfortable with it, and that's why you hate me for it. And he embraced them and loved them for who they are and ran with them with, with what their strong, strong suits were. And I love that. And the black jokes and the gay jokes. And it was all just embracing fucking all of these cultures with humor and love. And then he fucking turned. He became a put. And that requires such courage to do that, to have that kind of freedom. Fucking dumple burger. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, he, and, he, and we lost him as our leader there. As he he had like the moral high ground. Oh, you rolled your eyes at me. You didn't roll your eyes, but you did the face down below that goes with the eye rolling. You, but there's get someone's got to take the torch now. You can't. <laughs> well, I'm here. I'm fucking here. Here I am. Take the torch. I am. Do you remember Imus? Did you ever listen to Imus in the morning? No. What? You never listened to Imus? No. He was the original. He was even crazier. And I even think I even think Rogan. Like someone's commenting about Rogan now. Um, Rogan's making a shift too, dude. Once you get that big, big money and you realize the role that you play, it's like, hey, I'm in a hot air balloon above the world. And if I keep on talking about this, someone's going to pull this air out. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's, it's not true. They're wrong. Yeah, but money, you know that tons, They're of wrong. Doesn't, tons of money doesn't create freedom. It creates more attachment to what's basically facilitating that money. Yeah, that's true. Nobody, nobody, even the richest billionaires in the entire fucking world have absolutely zero power. Like you saw it happen basically when all of a sudden this stuff happened in Ukraine. These Russian billionaires and stuff immediately got chopped down and lost all their resources. Supposedly you're supposed to be fucking like the freest, most easy person in the entire world when you're a billionaire. No. Elon, like, dude, even think about like Jeff. Hey, oh, hey, let me say this real quick. Sorry. Let me, let me say this real quick. Here's the thing. You ready? Yes. Call, are you listening? Let's go. Yep. When 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 Howard Stern fucking loved Trump, I fucking hated Trump. But I still liked fucking Howard Stern for it. I still appreciate him for it, but I fucking hated Trump. But I never fucking judged Howard Stern for it because it was all about love and accepting everyone. Do you get my point? That yep. I draw I just whooped your ass, Hunter. I don't think so. I did. I did. I did. I, I hated Trump 
and I love Stern still, but but now he hates Trump, and I fucking I, I fucking I fuck you, Stern. <laughs> like like he's he's closed. He closed. He was open. I hate Coca Cola. I don't hate you for drinking it. I love you, Hunter. There you go. Listen, I don't, you, I don't, you I think, don't like you any less, even though you're all fucking bruised up and shit from me. Fucking da da da. <laughs> I'm verbal licking. Go ahead, caller. Do you think, um, like, in regard to Rogan and a lot of these people who get super wealthy and kind of super powerful with their words, do you think it's less? It can be less due to wealth and more due to the more eyes and the more people that are commenting on what they say and what they've done. And, you know, like Rogan will say something now, whereas I remember listening to him, you know, 2017, 2018, and no one cared what he said. No one really cared what he said until kind of this year, last year time. I think it's the money. I've sucked dick for money before. It's, it's, it's hard not to. I'll give you guys an example though. You guys remember Jesse, the body Ventura? Yeah. Yeah. He was a, I think he was a governor or senator, movie star, WWE wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, dude, that dude finally had made the shift where he was completely against the narrative of the mainstream, did not care about the money and the power at all anymore, and he moved to Mexico. Go listen to some of the interviews about him. Dude, fucking, he used to be part of the United States government. He used to be the face of, like, you know, basically the media and action and all sorts of shit in the United States. He was basically like a, you know, a, a poster boy for the United States. And the dude just fucking up and left. You don't hear about him at all anymore. How about Arnold who wrote fuck you, who wrote, who said, fuck your freedoms. Oh, dude, that, that I think did you literally, I know people that like literally spray painted and painted over. I think they took down his images in gold's gym and shit, like fucking places that literally, he was an icon and he was a statue or like the face and total ethos of uh, the bodybuilding and kind of like that rough and tough guy uh, image. They, they cut him out, dude. What a tool. What a tool. I, I got on Arnold. Cause I, I like this one because I've heard a lot of people kind of shit on him. And I think I have a little different perspective and this is coming from someone who isn't vaccinated and who has gotten COVID and like, you know, has been fine with it because I'm healthy. But I think some of that, what he said was a little bit taken out of context. And, you know, he's just expressing his opinion on it. And before, I think before that, he said, before screw your freedoms, he was like, kind of let's work together on this. And I think that was more of his perspective of it. Okay. Not like, like I, I haven't heard that before, but like, okay. You know, like it, it wasn't like, okay, everyone just listen to me it was more so everyone kind of worked together and he's thinking that and he's saying kind of from the perspective of like you know you get these vaccinations when you're a kid you get all these vaccinations you never have a problem with and now this one you're you're having a problem with because you're making it you know more so left first right and, but that's just oh, bad thinking. I hear you, but it's just bad thinking anyway. All those people who say, oh, oh, I saw you drink a Coke today and you had this vaccine and you had this injection. You got fake titties, but you don't want to take the COVID vaccine. Fuck you. Hey, mm-hmm. wherever anyone wants to draw the line with what they don't want to do is fine to use all yeah. the other shit. But like against them, it's, it's it, 
it's bullying. It's not, it's not um, uh, uh, a logical argument. It's just fucking bullying. Everyone has the right to fucking draw the line wherever they want. I don't know. I would have to go back and listen to it. I hate taking people out of context, but to be a part of anything where you're forcing people to get an injection and then you're saying it's for the good of man and two years later, it's fucking clear that it fucking absolutely did nothing except hurt people. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Do you know ever you see? So I started again on my Instagram talking about the vaccine. And I've received in the last mm-hmm. two days about 200 people say to me that they were injured by the vaccine. And what's so funny is some of my fucking doctor, some of my doctor friends are like, oh, that's just anecdotal. The entire fucking study from Pfizer is anecdotal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you that's fucking true. idiots. These are doctors telling me this. It's yeah, like, uh... I, 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 it's it's bad. It's bad. And you can see people injured all over the fucking internet. The sad one that came out yesterday was from Canada. I don't know if you saw that guy, but he's fucking lost use of his fucking hands. He's a crab now. And he's a fucking 30 year old boy, young man. People. And I just asked myself this one question. I know I have to, have to run off in the wrong direction with this. I just asked myself one question. How many lives were saved and whose life was saved that was worth that 30 year old boy being fucking crippled the rest of his life? My grandfather's gotten COVID twice now, and he's had all the vaccines, and he's in his 90s. That's awesome. He's a gangster. Yeah. You can't take him down. <laughs> no. He survived the vaccine and COVID. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for calling. Yep. Thank well, you, guys. Another caller? <laughs> I, I know we're trying to get – the show's over. Uh, hello, Mr. Samuel. How can I help you? The show's over? No, not really. I mean, it should be. Uh, so I wanted to ask you about so I'm listening to everything that's going on. I want to know your opinions on gas prices right now. Fuck you, man. I just bought a 700 horsepower truck and I can't fill up the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Sell that fucking uh, designer hat you got. It's probably Fuck worth you, fucking 60 well, I gotta bucks. bring that up right now. Hey, you Dude, know what's so sure. funny? You know what's so funny you say that is I got in a fight with someone in my DMs who I've been fighting with for like five years. Um, it's just an it's the only guy like i swear at in my dms and uh i called him a dumb fuck the other day because he says that biden has nothing to do with gas prices and i just i just just can't even believe how fucking naive people are i don't i don't really care for some reason how expensive gas has gotten that's not like my fight for some reason um but but i did reduce the amount i drive i I significantly reduced the amount i drive oh yeah Two hundred dollars twice. So, so I and my kids suffer would, for it a little bit. My kids, I my, I do less with my kids. I'm, well, I don't know if suffer is not the right word. I still they still get to play at my palatial estate, but. So I live in Louisiana, <laughs> where like have all the refineries and all that stuff, where like oil is going through, and like even in Hackberry, Louisiana, where we have the world's largest oil reserve, and we're almost at five dollars a gallon. So it's fucking Crazy. ridiculous. Like I just. Like I'm in the Texas National Guard, so I it's a it's like a good six hour drive for me to do it. I spent almost two hundred dollars in just fucking gas, and I have a Toyota Tacoma. Nice. Almost two almost two hundred dollars in gas for a fucking lesbian truck. Dang, <laughs> <which> is- <laughs> I have a lesbian. I have a lesbian truck too. I fucking love it. Gutless piece of shit, but man, I love my Forerunner. Oh, dude, they're awesome. I mean, but it is slow. And when you get on the freeway, you're like, come on, come on, baby, come on. Uh, <laughs> I dude, hope Hunter doesn't run me over with his truck. 
I'll be like in the fast lane. I'm going like 85 miles an hour, and I'm like, okay, I'm fucking moving. And then I have some fucking Ford F two fifty coming behind me. I'm like, God damn it! Now I have to get in the fucking slow lane, yeah. all because fucking V six just doesn't want to move. It's fucking. But awesome. that's all. Uh, Hunter, huge fan. Uh, I did actually <laughs> want to ask you a question. How do you feel about? In my opinion, I feel like you did really well at the CrossFit Games. I think you're probably one of the fittest people in the world, too. But you also had, there was a lot of animosity about you going there. Do you feel like you're fitter? I hated him for it. I hated him for it. It should have never happened. I still don't think it should ever happen. That I should have Do gone? you feel like you're fitter than that, what that placing was? I mean, it would have been nice to live out the weekend rather than two workouts, but you know what? That's speculation. I think I would have done fantastic if I had done the whole weekend. Um, but I'm going to start a little rumor here. Listen to this. They put the cuts in to get rid of Hunter. The entire games <laughs> were changed just to wax this motherfucker. And rightfully so. I mean, if you want to, it's, it's their game. I'm just a, a player on the board, but dude, you see that 20%. That's one buck in my pocket. Thanks, Sarah. Hey, do you want to know the only money I've ever really made? Sorry, I'm going to let Hunter enter. The only really money I've ever made on this podcast is that woman right there has a fucking, the most insane house on Newport Beach and she let me stay there for two weeks and I could have never afforded that and I'm going back there for another two weeks in August. That's the only money I made. Not not a four ninety nine hunter trying to get my money. Okay, go ahead. Do do do, do you think you're fitter? I, I I you know someone sent me a DM the other day saying he destroyed Fakowski in the first workout, and it was this, there were snatches in it. Do you remember what the workout was, Hunter? Four hundred meter run, three legless rope climb to twenty five feet, and eight snatches. I think at one eighty five or ten snatches at one eighty five. Three rounds, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was. I'll admit, dude, that, that my biggest mistake, and I should have just. I'm a really diligent person. Why? And this is why I feel so <laughs> fucking stupid about this. I never did any workouts on turf, and I couldn't snatch on the turf. I couldn't handstand walk on the turf. That was my biggest mistake. The first two workouts were done on turf, and I never done a workout on turf one in a day in my life before. That was the biggest thing. I'll tell anybody if you go to the CrossFit Games do some workouts on turf and get used to that feeling. Well, it's like football in that aspect. Like when you go from playing on real grass to turf, it's a whole, it's a whole different game. Like you would think it's not that big of a difference, but like when you watch dudes cut, like when they, when they go for a juke or even their straight line speed, like Can you say that, can you say go for a juke is juke legit? Can you say juke? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just cancel me now, Savon. Just cancel me now. All right, all right. Yeah. But it, it, it was a game changer. That was my biggest mistake. And I, I feel stupid about it because, like, I like sit back here and the same guy who coached me for the CrossFit Games coached me for my world championships. And we've just, like, had these conversations. Where we're like, damn, dude, you remember that fucking time? So there's that feeling. And – uh, but you know what, dude, like I've got to go toe to toe with these guys again, a couple other times after the fact, and it was been nice to go up against them and put the smash on them, but that doesn't mean that I'll beat them at their game. But I do wish that I got to do some more stuff against them. I wish I had another attempt to get to go against some of these big, big shots, um, and some other events, but I don't think I'll ever go yeah. back to CrossFit just because of the amount of time you need to put into actually being good at CrossFit versus everything else in the world. Like, I just showed up at the GoPro games and took third in the single speed division. And I didn't really train for it, but just because I'm so fit, 
from doing other stuff outside. I could just show up and do random things and feel amazing. But when I was training for CrossFit, man, I basically was like a, I don't know. I was like a turtle on my back when it came to any other kind of sport. Damn, damn. So, so specific. That's harsh. Turtle on your back. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot and of weightlifting. I to see you. It's an African word. It come, um, uh, black dudes used it first. Juke. All right, fine. All right. I thought it was really cool to see like you as one of the best like overall athletes in the world to like and like seeing Matt Frazier and what he's done is fucking phenomenal. Like even Castro w- didn't believe like he would ever do that after Rick. And so like to see you both two on like the same turf, I thought was pretty neat. It, it would have been cooler if like I guess you were able to put in the time and really like give it a go. He put in the time. Athlete. Don't let him lie to you. He put in the time. He was trying to get strong. I no, no, I, I believe that. But I'm saying, like, putting in, like, the years of dedication, like, oh. we all know what he's focused on, and he's focused on high rocks. He's focused on uh, uh, obstacle course racing and all that stuff. Like, if he'd have been actually, like, like a Matt Frazier, where that's where all he did was live and breathe it, like, it would have been cool to see, like, that matchup go. Because, like, people always talk about Ricky Garrard and Matt Frazier. My opinion, that was never a competition. Like Matt Fraser always would always have his number, but Hunter's the one guy that I feel like would actually push him to a different limit. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think if we gave Matt two years, let's say right after Matt won the fifth games, if we gave him a year to beat um, Hunter in High Rocks, he could do it? Would would Hunter not compete in High Rock? Like, no, no. I'm saying, like, do you think? Fuck it. Do you think right now, if we may put a million dollars on the line, and we had Hunter go against um, Matt, who do you think would win in, in High Rocks? And we gave him a year to prep for it. I think Hunter. Me too. Like, because it, it, it's and 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 let me tell you that, something. And I think that's more of a, it's it's a fucking amazing test, man. Yeah, it is. What if you took out? Like, I think you could take out half the runs, and Hunter still beats him. Yeah, I I think where Matt really excelled was, and I think most people don't think about this. Maybe they do, but he excelled in Olympic weightlifting so much. Like motherfucker he was just is strong, stuck, strong, strong as could be. Like all he actually had to work on was his aerobic capacity, and he did that. And, and, and he did it like no other, right? I mean, the fact that he came exactly. back and won the runs and, and all the rowing shit he got good at, it, it was mind-boggling. And yeah. that's, that was what's cool to see with Matt Frazier. He was humble enough to be like, I'm going to go run with these high school track athletes and they're going to kick my ass, but I'm going to come back every single fucking day and keep doing it to get better. And But like when it comes to the... Like, he had 15-plus years of experience Olympic weightlifting when all these people were just getting into it because of CrossFit. Like he had had all, he had had 10 times a year of strength training in the most technical strength, like the most technical strength events you could ever do like snatching and clean and doing the clean and jerk. He has 10 plus years of experience in uh, strength cycles for that. Right. So like, I think that's where he dusted people is he already had dusted. the most solid thing. Sorry, just so, sorry, sorry. I think a thing I recognize, though, and you have to study this, like if you want to get good at sports, the same way tall people are good at basketball, short people are good at CrossFit. And you'll notice that with like Fakowski does really well at the games, but then in the open, 
if you're really tall, like you're threading the needle on that kind of stuff. And I'll, I'll admit short throw some big points out there. And I recognize from early stage on um, that it was, I was at a severe disadvantage and I think it would take me two to three years to ever even become close to Matt. And it would take the most utmost biased programming whatsoever for me to really contend against Matt in the sport of CrossFit. Yeah. I'm well, just, then do you think play better in your favor than you are a taller athlete? Well, yeah, because it's just, it's just raw capacity. Um, and even though like, sure, like as far as like the squats go for the wall balls, it's kind of in my favor, uh, not in my favor, but in reality, just capacity based movements. I, I do great in, uh, anything that has yeah. to do with range of motion type stuff. It, it's not so good. So in reality, um, I'm not going to say I was ever going to be the best crossfitter in the world. I just wanted to fuck people up and have a good time. So I'll concede. I'll concede in the way that I'll, I will say I am not fittest on earth um, in the bias of CrossFit. By any yeah. Way. Well, that's, what, and that's another thing I liked about you. And it's another thing I like about Matt. Like, I feel like you two are kind of like villains of CrossFit. I know Matt's like the game's winner and stuff, but like he had such a chip on his shoulder. To me, he kind of came off as a villain. And then, like he's like, I'm here to fucking kill people, and you had the same attitude, and you went in in a different way, whether people liked it or not. Like you still got the chance to do it and place in top sixty five. Like I think that's top sixty five fittest athlete in the world in a sport that you don't even fucking do. Oh, like you. that's not not many people can say that. I'll never be able to say it, and I think there's just a lot of haters up there. Uh, but I like both of y'all's attitudes and like whenever you called that dude out. Hey, do you think I fucked him up earlier with the whole Trump, um, uh, Howard Stern thing? He wasn't listening a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Good. A little bit. I think I fucked him up a little bit too. Like he's going to have sore ribs and shit. So Savon, the one thing that you're the best at in the world is fucking asking tough questions and talking shit to people. Thank you. If you were an athlete, I think you would fucking destroy everybody with the entire mental game. If I if I have had any self esteem when I stepped out of my office, uh, I would be <laughs> fucking dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love you, buddy. Thanks for calling. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Uh, wow. Uh, Hunter just fell out of his chair. I'm Hunter. I'm sorry. Come back. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. I did. I haven't. I didn't dot your eye and cross your t. I'm so sorry. Please come back. Uh, okay. I think maybe he went and peed again or something. He kind of just like fell off to the right of his chair. I'm going to play something for you guys. Uh, this is an oldie, but goodie. This is always good. Um, I've been, I've been crushing places. 40 months of fluids. Uh, the, I've, I've always liked this, um, Hunter. And I just, if you, if you've heard it, I'm sorry, but, um, I've always loved this and I think it's worth sharing on the show. Even, 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 even though, okay. Do you recognize the clip yet? Oh, I love this one. I just watched this the other day. Yeah. Great clip. Okay, here we go. You get up two and a half million dollars. Any world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25-year roof, an indestructible Jap economy box. You put the rest into the system of three to five percent to pay your taxes, and that's your base. Get me? That's your fortress of solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of you. Somebody wants you to do something, you. Boss pisses you off you own your house have a couple bucks in the bank don't drink 
That's all I have to say to anybody at any social level. Did your grandfather take risks? Yes. I guarantee he did it from a position of you. A wise man's life is based around you. The United States of America is based on you. You're a king. You have an army, greatest navy in the history of the world. You blow me. We'll it up ourselves, which we have done. Beautiful you position lost forever. You get up two and a half million dollars. Do you think how much do you think it is now? He, he's saying two and a half million. What do you think it is today? What what what, what do you need? Like, it, can you have three million dollars and and just kind of like sustain um yourself somewhere in the United States forever? Can you can you do something with that money and just? Well, five percent interest. Five percent <laughs> interest. Um, on on five million dollars is two hundred fifty thousand. And let's just say you have a mortgage of $5,000 a month. Let's just say for some reason you have $10,000 a month in expenses, family, cars, everything like that. So now you're down. So you're left with about half that and taxes and stuff. You, you basically need to make $5 million and have 5% interest. I think so. And then you could, and then you could live, and then you could live, live with a family of four, but you might have to live somewhere like next to Colton Mertens in Iowa or something. Well, dude, five thousand dollars a month in a mortgage and like home expenses is not that crazy. It, it <laughs> it's probably like a four bedroom home, um, a four bedroom home at just under a million dollars. I mean, Nick says ten million. I mean, ten, yeah, ten million. Now you're getting there. You know, the, um, I'm trying to remember. Do you guys remember where Daisy Fresh is? The 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 um Heath Pedigo um, it's somewhere in Southern Illinois. It's south of Chicago by a couple hundred miles. Anyway, when I saw that documentary about those boys who do jujitsu there, I thought, Oh, maybe I'd, I wonder what it would be like to live there. So I started tr- going on truly and looking at homes Where? And for like, uh, God, I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but basically for $500,000, you could have like a 20 acre property with a fucking little pond on it and a seven bedroom home and a fucking shop that was 20 by 60. So it kind of matters where you live, right? You can't have shit where I live. You cannot buy anything where I live for five hundred thousand. Nothing. Nothing where you live either. No. Uh, I mean, you I'm, need five hundred thousand cash to fucking put a down payment on a small condo where you live. I'm in Boulder right now, and I I, <laughs> I kind of hate Boulder. Like the homes are shitty, and the prices are through the roof. And like at least when you buy a home in Malibu, you're buying a nice home in like the pinnacle of of existence. Boulder, I not, do not consider the pinnacle of existence. I th- consider it to be like a strip mall town that a bunch of like Google, Twitter companies have moved to. Um, and like, dude, the the room that we're in right now, like I could push my hand through the wall into the neighbor's room without even really trying very hard. Th- these homes are built in a shitty way, but I guarantee this is probably about a $1.2 million house that I'm in. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. So it, uh, it's dog shit. It's totally dog shit. Um, and I, I just think that I'm hoping this cracks, dude. Like, I, I don't even know how people I'm just I'm booking tickets right now to go a month out to go see my family on the East Coast. And it's four hundred and fifty dollars to get the ticket. And then it's the extra hundred dollar to pick where your seat is. And it's already the lowest level. Like just everything is so expensive. I'm moving to the mountains, though. I'm moving to the mountains way up, and people won't be able to find me. Oh, really? Yeah. You kidding me? 
So fucking stupid. I'll be self-sustained. I'll have ducks for eggs. I'll have honey, um, honey for carbs with my bees. I'll kill bears and stuff on my property. Um, I'll eat people that struck, like you know wander onto my land. Oh, eat people. That sounds that sounds hairball. I would not be opposed to eating people. And I'm not a fucking weirdo. Just, oh shit. Yeah. I looked at this house fucking I looked at this house two years ago. It's still fucking for sale in Mount Vernon. Where's Mount So Vernon? look at so this is a house in Mount Vernon. Why would you want to live there though, dude? You look at look at that three car garage and it's got like a I mean it's nuts. It's a fucking castle. It's six bedrooms, eight baths. It's on seven acres for five hundred thousand dollars. But do you ever think about the society that you surround yourself with? Like, what kind of people do you think are in Mountain Vernon? Like, do you think your children will have a good experience of growth, intelligent, worldliness? Hey, if this, I'm going to answer your question one second. Sorry. This staircase here, if you wanted this built in, in, in Hunter's home in Malibu or my home in, in Santa Cruz, this staircase would cost $80,000 to build. What do you think, Hunter? What, I, I can't see the staircase. All oh, I see you can't. Is oh, 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 shit! That's weird. Uh, is it? Is it like a like a rote? Is it like a spiral staircase? Is it? Uh, Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up again. That's why I don't understand. How are their home? Look at this. Look at. It. Oh yeah. I mean, the city would charge you five thousand dollars for a fucking permit to build that. That's why you want to be in San Bernardino County, where my cabin is. It's like you know, basically Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome. This staircase is in a house that's five hundred thousand. I mean, we like in California, we just you can't even imagine that. Like that thing, if that thing's real wood, that thing would cost you a hundred grand to have that built in California. Have you ever like have you ever looked at homes down in Costa Rica or like you know yeah. down there and it's like three hundred thousand dollars to have a home on the water, five bedroom with an infinity pool? Do you ever think about the people you surround yourself though with where you live? I don't. I don't necessarily want to. I don't want to raise my kids in Malibu. That would be a bad idea. But then, oh shit, you're having unprotected sex. Sometimes. Hmm. Did you have your tubes tied? No, no. You haven't heard my whole fucking rant on that. No. I'm not having the viscosity of my semen changed ever. You want to be able to fire out the real ones anytime. Yeah, I just think that I think I think that it's a perfect mixture of fucking baby batter that's part of the sensation and part of the thing that makes you a dude is is that. I think. Maybe I'm just a superficial, shallow knucklehead. I mean, but I'm not I'm not changing the load com, com, you know, chemical makeup so that I could fire more with less stress. Although it does sound fun. So through the arc of a conversation like this, since we've been like talking about like Trump and Howard and CrossFit and penises coming off and coming back on and then load viscosity, how many people do you think have stayed with us and how many people do you think will continue to come to the next one? The show is fucking every show you're on gets bigger and bigger. And the show, since we started an hour and 54 minutes ago, has only put on followers. That's awesome. We're killing it. I know it is. It is pretty. It is pretty interesting. Say that again. This is the truth that people need to know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you how many. How, if it's a good show already. Uh, I did the last night show. Fucking killed it. Oh yeah, no, no. Wow, it's not. It's wow. How can that be? Oh yeah, yeah. The show's killing it. The show's killing it. 
show's killing it. Who'd you guys uh, do last night? Uh, our, this show right now is killing it. Um, I, I did this guy, Paul. I don't know Paul's, uh, Paul Sampson. And basically, he was, we didn't get into it too much, but he's a, he's a successful uh, businessman who is also a fucking hardcore drug runner, drug dealer. Uh, he's 38, has four kids. And basically, he was in a coma for 30 days and in the hospital for 80 days with COVID. Oh, yeah so gangster fucking like just just sucking down fucking uh vape pens with nicotine and then got covid it was like 80 pounds overweight had been smoking crack and meth you know on and off for fucking 10 years of his life god speaking of smoking crack i um i read uh night laptop from hell hunter biden's book you know it's good Oh God! Scare the shit out of you! Scare the shit out of you! Well, if you think everything is so not true and everything is misinformation, then why would you trust that 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 book's real at all? So basically, what happened? Because you can just you can just go and no no one. Well, here's here I'll give you the 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 big picture and then you can i can drill down two years ago when they fucking said the laptops were real the new york times said that laptops were absolutely not real that they were just fucking russian disinformation a couple weeks ago the new york times is like yep those lap that laptops for real but how do these media companies not get in trouble so so basically this guy this the president's fucking son took a stack full of laptops to a fucking repair shop left them there for 90 days and didn't return and but it signed a form if you leave your shit here for more than 90 days the shop owns it so the shop owner fucking took the laptops to the fucking fbi <laughs> and the fucking when you see what's on those laptops you will fucking you can't even believe it i mean you've seen the videos right of 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 uh hunter smoking crack and all that and no, oh, it's. I mean, it's it's all over Instagram. You just don't follow the right accounts, dude. That's nuts, though. I mean, <clears throat> what a fucking idiot! Oh, it's so bad. If you see the stuff on there, it's all all the Ukraine, the whole Ukraine war is explained on there. The shit going on with China is explained on there. It's all on there, and it was all just so Hunter could make money to smoke crack. It's as bad as you could ever think. It's just a dude who needed fucking money to smoke crack. And that's what this whole, fu it, you'll be so fucking disappointed. It's nothing sophisticated. The world is so retarded. We live with fucking retards, dude. How does anybody not get in trouble for that? Is he in trouble for that? I don't know. Well, I, I think there's a bunch of, I think that there's a, you know, obviously a bunch of shit. He's got really good fucking lawyers. He's got fucking his dad's the president. <coughs> Hey, did you see the guy? Do you know? Do you know about stem cell research? And the guy at Har the, the 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 Godfather of stem cell research was uh, came out of Harvard. And did you see what happened to him a couple of years ago last year? Yeah. All thirty of his fucking papers around stem cell research are have all been proven fraudulent. He lost his job there. The entire fucking stem cell thing is a fucking fraud. You can just Google it. Stem cell research Harvard. So what are they saying is fraudulent about stem cells that they basically like, you know, putting them into a site where like, let's say I have a torn tendon here, putting stem cells there doesn't basically. I don't know, but he did, he did 30, 30, the, 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 he did 30 study. Maybe it's not fraudulent, but, but all the research behind it is fraudulent. Basically the 30 studies he did that fucking got stem cells so much notoriety and popularity, they were all fraudulent. They, they proved them all to be that in, he knowingly made them 
uh, fraudulent. You just got to just Google Harvard stem cell research. And even go ahead. I have something to post to you. Who's worse? Trump Jr. or Hunter Biden? Oh, there's no comparison. So who's your choice? Who's worse? Yeah. Hunter Biden is is a listen, you you would love to go camping with your family with Trump Jr. Anyone who has kids like like there's not going to be any drugs being done there. Um there's going to be um swimming and there's going to be fun activity and there's going to be it's going to be like a healthy environment for kids. Yeah. Kids are going to be playing. You go to fucking Hunter's house and he's going to be upstairs fucking whores. And and drug and uh, Lyft drivers are going to be coming to his house, dropping off fucking vials of cocaine. Oh, you did good. She's hot. Good job. Nice. All right. Well, it's our two-hour mark. Uh, you guys, if you want to donate money to my GoFundMe for Hunter, just getting more creatine and stuff. <coughs> for your boy, <coughs> you donate uh, money to get Savan Nyquil. Tip below. Look at Hunter Biden is a million times. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's not even, I, I can't even believe you asked that. I just, I just wonder because you don't like Trump and then you got Hunter Biden. I'm just checking in, man. Trump Jr. is just the people who don't like him. They don't like him because he's fucking wild and crazy on the internet. But like anytime you see him in an interview or you see his lifestyle, he's a CrossFitter. Just a dude, just trying to fucking make ends. He's just a humble monk in a world. Bye, uh, Katie. World trying to get his nut. Bye. This is true. This is true. Michael Preston, Don Jr. lied about his Murph time. Fuck Trump Jr. I'm I would rather do Coke with Hunter Biden. <laughs> oh, what a day, dude. Okay, everyone, wave to your computer and say bye to um Hunter McIntyre. <laughs>